Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance. Top in the news today, police officers say that uh, they shot and killed someone who allegedly stole several vehicles at gunpoint in North Portland this morning. Investigators say that suspect drove onto I-5 northbound going the wrong direction, got out of the vehicle, then shot someone while trying to steal another vehicle. After the suspect did the shooting, uh, an officer uh, used deadly force on the suspect. They have not been identified as of yet. The person who was shot by the alleged carjacker is expected to be okay. Officials also say a fire trapped people inside a Wilsonville apartment earlier today. Two individuals had to escape via the balcony. Front door was inhibited by the fire. One of the individuals was transported to a manual. Stephen Myers with the Tualatin Valley Fire and Rescue says the fire started on the second floor of a building in, on Ashland Drive. Three apartments in all were damaged and unfortunately a dog died. Three residents had to be treated for smoke inhalation as well. A dark day for the Oregon Ducks as head football coach Mario Cristobal leaves Eugene for the University of Miami. KXL's Grant Mackill has the latest. Oregon Athletic Director Rob Mullen says he tried to keep the coach who led the Ducks to two conference championships and even offered him a significant contract extension. But he says he's not surprised Cristobal turned it down to go home. Totally understand the conflict because that's where he played, that's where he grew up. When he was a GA or an assistant there, I'm sure he dreamed of being the head coach there one day. And he says, although it is a blow, it's not time for Duck fans to panic. My phone's blowing up. There's no shortage of interest. And so for us, it's it's about finding the right leader. We've got incredible support inside the program, outside the program, and we'll lean on those folks. Grant Hill, FM News 101. Meantime, Coach Cristobal joined John Canzano on uh, 7.50 the game this afternoon to say goodbye. You know, obviously very... Uh... Very difficult uh, 24, 36 hours, but, um, you know, as uh, running around trying to get things situated and organized, just wanted to take the opportunity to just thank everybody because um, it was the best professional and personal experience of my life for my kids, for myself. And he says he doesn't blame anybody, the fans included, for maybe being mad at him and that he'll always be a fan of the Ducks. We are hearing from an Oregonian about his time working with Senator Bob Dole, who has died at the age of 98. KXL's John Eric Smith has the story. Today, Carrie Timchuk is the executive director of the Oregon Historical Society. But three decades ago, he was making history on Senator Bob Dole's staff. And I was hired uh, to be his director of speechwriting and also served as a legal counsel to him as well and worked full-time for him for six years, 91 through his presidential run in 96. He says that in the 25 years since that campaign, he'd remained friends with Dole and even helped him write a couple of books. Timchuk says you can't get more American than Bob Dole. Born in the midst of a depression, raised in rural Kansas, served the country in World War II, uh, grievously wounded in the hills of Italy in the final days, and then uh, dedicated his life uh, to public service. Kerry says that he'll personally remember Dole for a sense of humor. John Eric Smith, FM News 101. Students fighting and constant disruptions were responsible for Reynolds Middle School stopping in-person classes some two weeks ago. Now, KXL's Rosemary Reynolds says the kids are expected to get back into the classroom tomorrow. COVID did a number on the kids after 18 months of being at home. Some of their interactions with other students were less than respectful. 
Steve Padilla with the district says while the kids were learning from home the past two weeks, a solid plan was mapped out. We actually held a parent and student meeting. We had listening sessions with them. We also conducted a full review of campus safety. And with that, we went ahead and hired two additional campus monitors to help support the student safety. Two Multnomah County Sheriff's deputies will work as student resource officers after the first of the year. Sixth graders will be the first to start back December 7th. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. We are still waiting to hear about our first confirmed case of the Omicron COVID variant in Oregon, but KXL's Brett Recamp reports it has landed in Washington. The three cases of the variant are in King, Pierce, and Thurston counties. One person is in their 30s, the other two are only in their 20s. Please, please, please get vaccinated because it has such a bearing not only on personal health, but also on the community health. Dr. Terry Rogers is a retired physician who's volunteering at a new mass vaccination clinic in the Seattle area. The city asked Amazon to reopen their site. They already saw over 5,000 people this weekend. The Washington Department of Health doesn't believe the three cases are related, but is working to find out the travel history of each person. Brett Recamp, FM News 101. And I'm Tim Lance on Portland's Afternoon News 410 now on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up, talk about cold. A corporate CEO delivers some really bad news news using some pandemic era technology are you kidding me is this guy a total weasel you decide at 416 then it's the five things you need to know today which of today's big stories number one on the list you're going to find out at 419 so stay connected to portland's afternoon news here on fm news 101 kxl Hey, thanks for deciding to start your week with us here on Portland's Afternoon News, FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance. Yeah, I guess this is kind of a sign of the times. We've become more accustomed to using online tools like Zoom for meeting, but not sure anybody really thought the technology would be used to fire people. In fact, a lot of people all at once. You're about to hear the CEO of mortgage lender startup Better.com. He's being recorded by one of his workers who then eventually shared it on social media. If you're on this call, you are part of the unlucky group being laid off. Your employment here is terminated effective immediately. It's been a really, really challenging decision to make. I've... This is the second time in my career I'm doing this, and I do not, do not want to do this. The last time I did it, I cried. Um, This time I hope to be stronger. Wow. All right. So that is cold. And a lot of the reactions that you heard from people who recorded this thing and then put it on social media, we can't play back. Time now for the five things that you need to know today. Number five. Research from the Cleveland Clinic shows people's blood pressure increased during the pandemic. The study says researchers noted a significant increase in blood pressure from April through December of 2020 compared to the year prior. Officials say the causes have been bad diets, lack of sleep, and inactivity. Number four. The Justice Department is filing a lawsuit against the state of Texas. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said voters should choose their representatives, not the other way around. Stating voting laws outline that officials must provide voters an equal opportunity so they can elect representatives of their choosing. Garland said Texas's redistricting plans hinder access to voting and are based on discriminatory practices. Folks in Texas say not true. Number 
Number three. President Biden is using drug prices to promote a Build Back Better program that he has. President says he believes prescription drug prices are too high and the program will make them more reasonable, but he didn't offer any specifics as to how that would work. Number two. Former Senate Majority Leader Bob Dole is going to lie in state at the U.S. Capitol Rotunda on Thursday this week. The well-known Republican died Sunday at the age of 98. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi calling Dole an extraordinary patriot, and she also noted his military service in World War II. Number one. The Oakland County, Michigan prosecutor is now investigating last week's shooting at Oxford High to see if any policies were not followed before it happened. Parents in the community north of Detroit say they're angry after learning school officials knew suspect Ethan Crumbly was exhibiting erratic behavior just before the shooting. Prosecutor Karen McDonald says school officials had legal grounds to search his backpack and his locker, but they didn't do it. And those are the five things that you need to know today.